Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sira, and much more. Alhamdulillah, Nahmadu wa Rasta'inahu wa Nasta'afiru wa Nuhminu bihi wa Natawakkalu alayhi wa Na'udu billahi min shurooli anfusina wa min sayyati a'malina Man yahdiyallahu falamudillalah wa man yudlilhu falahadiyalah Wa nashhadu an la ilaha illallahu wahdahu la sharika lah Wa nashhadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasooluh Amma ba'd Qala Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala fi kitabihi al-kareem Ba'd a'udu billahi min ash-shaytan al-rajim يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما صدق الله العظيم in today's khutbah I'll talk about a topic that uh, I talked about at another place a few months ago, but that triggered my thought to talk about the subject again because it's a very relevant subject for all of us. And uh, I I, I could not think of something but to talk about this issue because it's uh, such a dire issue and uh, problem for the people uh, that it has to be taught, even if it has to be repeated sometime. So I was watching the news, and I saw in the Chicago news that the three children among, among them was 15-year-old ch- child was killed in shooting. 15-year-old. And other two boys, 14 and 15, they were also injured. And the brothers and sisters who are living in Chicago, they're aware of these kind of incidents, especially during the weekends. And not only in the weekends, it becomes worse on the weekends which are long weekends. And it can be worse if it's a long weekend and the temperature is higher. As in Chicago, they say that over the weekend, if the temperature goes up, shooting goes up, and killing goes up. And that reminds me of the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that talks about, that says, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, so Allah said, a time will come. At first he is swearing by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in his, whose hand Rasulullah's life is. He said, a time would come when the killer or the murderer, assassinator, he would not know why he's killing. And the one who got killed, he doesn't know why he got killed. And the kind of random shootings that happen, and the people who are probably sitting on the, on the street, 
in their backyard or front yard, wherever they're sitting, and the bullet flies around and hits them and they get killed. They have no idea why they got killed, and the one who killed, he does not know why he killed that person. And that's the reality that we are living in. And this is not something to talk about that happened just on Tuesday. Rather, over the weekend, there were 57, 56 shootings happened, according to the news, which is reported by the Chicago police. And nine of them were fatal. Nine lives were taken. And if you look at the ages of those people who got killed, they were in their 20s and 30s. They really have just started the real life and they have been taken away. And the khutbah I was referring to in the beginning, I gave around 4th of July. Because on 4th of July, last 4th of July weekend, there were 230 people were fatally killed during that long weekend in the United States. 230 people. And when I was given the khutbah, I, I mentioned that. And not to say that I would know the future. Of course we don't. Allah knows. But we can tell by looking at the trend. We can extrapolate the data and think of it, what can happen. And there's a reason I, I talked about that at that time, and I wanted to talk again now. I said, wait for another long weekend, and we'll see the very same things. And we found the very similar things over the Labor Day weekend again. About 400 plus shooting happened in the United States. And Chicago took its own toll also during that time. So all this is happening. And we find politicians will pop out and they'll go for or against the rules against the, the, the guns or not to have the guns or to have the guns as if really... The guns are the ones who are really killing the people only. You take the guns away, people will find other ways to kill people. If they really are up to killing people. It's not the issue of the guns only. I'm not trying to undermine the importance of that and how stupidly, the stupidity of the people, how they use and end up killing people and then they realize the mistake they have made. By mishandling and whatsoever. And when I'm talking about these killings by shooting are happening, besides that, in 2020, there were about, there were about 43,559 people were killed by guns in the United States alone. 43,559 people. You know, it seems like just a number. When you try to relate that number, then it makes sense. What means by that is, about 120 people die on a daily basis. Daily basis. And while we are gathered here for Salatul Jum'ah, when we started and ending, let's say it takes about an hour for the whole thing. There will end up about five people would lose their lives during this time. In the United States alone. This is the state, this is the time, that we are living in. And that reminds me of the ayah in Surah Al-Baqarah where Allah Azza wa Jal talks about 
the Aws and Khazraj actually. Prior to Islam, they were killing each other. They were fighting with each other for decades, for silly reasons. Allah Azza wa remind them, وَعَتَصِمُوا بِحَبْلِ اللَّهِ جَمِيعًا وَلَا تَفَرَّحُوا Hold on to the rope of Allah Azza wa Jal. And do not get into differences. وَذُكُرُوا نَعْمَةَ اللَّهِ عَلَيْكُمْ إِذْ كُنْتُمْ And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is reminding them that remember the na'mah from Allah Azza wa Jal. When you were enemies of each other, فَأَلَّفَ بَيْنَ قُلُوبِكُمْ فَأَسْبَحْتُمْ بِنِعْمَتِهِ إِخْوَانًا And Allah Azza wa Jal is the one who brought your hearts together and made you brothers. وَكُنْتُمْ عَلَى شَفَى حُفْرَةٍ مِّنَ النَّارِ فَأَنْقَدَكُمْ مِّنْهَا And you are about to enter. You were at the brink of entering into the fire. And we saved you. When we look at the situation in the country which is leading the world today, where our people are getting killed without knowing why they were killed and the one who's killing doesn't know why he killed the other one. Isn't that the sign of people are getting close to extinction here? And don't go by just the numbers. It doesn't have to be tens of people to die over the weekend or hundreds of people to die over the long weekends or, or the thousands of people have to die in a yearly basis by shooting and all that. It takes only one person. If only one person is unjustly killed, Allah referred to that incident as, as if you have killed the whole mankind. And everyone who was dying, there is a family behind them who's mourning for them. I think we tend to forget that just because somebody who was dying in the state of poverty, or have been placed in the state of poverty, for whatsoever circumstances have been created to keep certain people in the state of poverty, and to provide guns and, and prostitution and drugs in those neighborhoods intentionally. And then we think from the back, oh no, no, this is their own deeds that are coming back to them. We really have to evaluate. We really have to look, go back to the history and see what has happened and what is this, resu- this is a result of something that has been going on for centuries. And it's going to continue on until until we hold on to the rope of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. <coughs> we as Muslims, we as Muslims have the solution. Shaitan is out there who is promoting the people hopelessness. And that hopelessness is causing all these kinds of issues that we are seeing today. Shaitan is out there. Shaitanu al bil Shaitan is there to threaten you with poverty, threaten you with poverty, and he commands you to do the fahsha, illicit sexual behavior. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is promising us his blessings, his fadl, and his forgiveness from him. This hopelessness has created a vacuum in the society that is causing all this mess. I don't want to go into the whole issue of other problems that exist in the society. 
whether it is about the racism, whether it's about the use of drugs, whether it's about the robberies and all those things. I'm not, I don't want to even go into that. I want to talk about what is up to us now. We, we think we are carrying the haq. We have the solution. We know that. We know that we have the solution. And the solution always worked. And will continue to work if we implement the solution from Allah Azza wa Jal. <coughs> when it comes to killing, as I was saying, Allah Azza wa Jal tells us, "Man qatala nafsan bi ghay nafs, aw fasadin fil ard, fakannama qatala nasa jamia." If whosoever kills a man or creates corruption on the earth, it is as if he has killed the whole mankind. وَمَنْ أَحْيَاهَا فَكَأَنَّمَا أَحْيَا النَّاسَ جَمِيعًا And whosoever saves a life, it is as if he has saved the whole mankind. So we have what it takes to save the mankind. And Allah Azza wa Jal did save the mankind by sending Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam among us with his message. And that message saved the mankind in the past. It continues to save and it will continue to save until the day of judgment. At the end, I'll give you a story so we have an idea of when we talk about Islam to be in place, how it deals with the mankind. And this story, many of us probably heard it, but inshallah I will talk about something from a different angle. This is a story of Umar bin Khattab radiallahu an, when he was Amir al-Mu'mineen. And he was on his usual patrolling in the streets of Medina. And he was with his servant Aslam, a freed slave. While he was there, he saw a fire. When they got closer to the fire, they saw a woman. There was a pot there on the fire, and the children were crying. So she, uh, he asked her, what's in the pot, and why the children are crying? Before he asked, before she as the permission to come closer and asking these questions to her after saying salam. So her response was, they don't have anything to eat, so she has water in that pot, so that gives the hope to the kids that the food is cooking, so they will fall asleep while waiting. And then she said, and Allah will judge the matter between us and Umar. She did not know she's talking to Umar al-Khattab radiallahu anhu. She said, Allah will take care, will judge between us. And Umar said, how would Umar know your situation? And the woman's response was, when he took charge of the affairs of the Muslim Ummah, it's on his neck to know the, how, the, how, how the Ummah is, is living. It is on his neck. It's not the issue of she has to go and beg. As we are nowadays we see, Every street corner people are begging the way the state of the economy is. Unfortunately, many of that stuff have been thrown under the rug under the name of pandemic those days. This whole economic issue was on the way prior to pandemic. Anybody who's interested into it, this is a separate issue we can discuss. But Umar al-Khattab he was the product of the very same Kitabullah and the Sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa who was trained under the leadership of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. 
That produced a man like Umar al-Khattab. He's the very same man who used to beat up his slave woman who accepted Islam when he was not under Islam. The very same Umar al-Khattab was dealing with the woman like this now, who's holding her, him accountable even though he was a mirul mu'mineen. <coughs> and now Umar al-Khattab, he runs towards Baytul Mal after she talks to him like that. And his servant, Aslam, went with him. He took out the food, whatever he could take out, the flour and, the, and, and oil, whatsoever. And now he put it on his back. And he started walking towards the woman. And so the Aslam asked Umar al-Khattab, he said he wanted to help. Let him carry the load. And Umar's response was, are you going to carry this load on the day of judgment? The law which is on his back, he understood the responsibility on the Umar. That is because of Islam. Because without Islam, he was a jahil. He was an ignorant person. He was beating up the Muslims because of accepting Islam. Isn't that Umar became Umar Umar al-Farooq because of acceptance of Islam? Isn't that the very same Islam that other Umar, Abu al-Hakam, the father of the wise, became Abu al-Jahl? Because he rejected Islam, even though Rasulullah made the dua for both, that Allah strengthened the Islam from one of the two. Umar ibn Khattab and Umar ibn Hisham. <coughs> and Allah loved Umar the most, the most among them, and Allah guided him. So the thing that guided Umar was Islam. And that can, that can do the very same effects today as well. Islam is protected. The Quran, the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is protected. It is out there to change the people so they can worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. So we should remember what is our role now when we see all these things, when we see the shooting is happening. Don't just sit back and say, oh, we are living in a nice suburban house. We are good to go. No, we are accountable. Who's going to carry our burden on the day of judgment? That we had Islam and we did not convey to the mankind. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, O oh, you who believe, Stand firmly for Allah as just witnesses, the one who provide the justice to the mankind. And not to the enmity and the hatred of others make you avoid justice. Look, whenever we talk about justice, sometimes we, we think of justice to be getting from, to, to, to get it from these all man-made systems. No, when we say justice, as a Muslim we say the justice that is provided by Allah Azza wa Jal alone. And if we are looking for justice other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we are fooling ourselves. We are fooling ourselves. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, that if you follow majority of the people, they will misguide you from the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They will misguide you. إِن يَتَّبِعُونَ إِلَّا ذَنَّا وَإِنْهُمْ إِلَّا يُحْرَسُونَ and most of these people, 
they are following dhan, they are following conjecture, they are yukhrathun, they are following the kithar, they are following the lies. That's what they are following, if you will follow that. And why do we look for justice other than Islam? When we know that justice can only come from the creator of the heavens and the earth. That's why we are Muslims in the first place. We know that. Allah says, Are you looking for, are you looking for uh, 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 the hukum from the jahiliyyah, from the jahiliyyah days? And who is better than the hukum of Allah Azza wa So let's not be fooled and to fool the people by looking for this justice from other than Islam. And that's the only way that we can, inshallah, be one of those people who can not only defend and protect the Muslims, but the whole mankind. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, and Sirah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about islampodcasts.com.